Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the, uh, he hates effervescent and he hates voluptuous. So we're going to go with uh, mentally feeble Michael Johnson. Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm just glad to be here. Why are you doing a gay Asian voice? Uh, stop. <laughs> well, so uh, today we're going to be talking about brains. Yum. Yum? Have you ever eaten brains? No. Oh, it's... Have you? No. Have you tried I've... monkey brain? Because <laughs> I would probably try it. No, you would not. As long as it's cooked a little bit. Uh, no, they they uh, they have they uh, tie up the monkey and it's just at the top of the skull and then they bash the skull open while the monkey's screaming and you have to eat it raw. You don't eat it. No, they cut the head off first. I've I've seen the videos, man. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen how they kill pigs, but that's not the same thing, you know. Fair. Yeah, no, yeah, they don't, <laughs> I guess maybe. Maybe. We we all have different uh, appetites. Yeah, man, I mean, like, come on, I love, oh, I love lengua. Mm. Some nice tongue. Oh, I hate that. Oh, yeah, it's Gross. so good. Yeah, you know, chopped up or whole <laughs> or, like, cut like deli meat. All of it is great. Yeah, no, I tried tongue and intestine and, and uh, and stuff like that. I'm not a fan. Oh, it's delightful. You like organ meat? Love it. Liver? <laughs> Fucking love it. Well, liver's liver. I grew up good. with chopped liver. But what about like the spleen? I don't even know. Is the spleen an organ? The spleen? Yeah, that's definitely an organ. That's like asking if if you're like, oh, really? Uh, uh, is is the heart? Is the heart an organ? Well, I don't know. Are the I don't know what this. I don't know what the organs? spleen is. I thought it was part of the spine for a second. You thought the spleen was in your spine? Well, it has like the same general word. I mean, I get what you're thinking, because like you know, the the tibia and the fibia are right next to each other. But like, yeah, like the spleen is part of the spine. Is not, the spleen sounds more like it should be involved with other gross-sounding organs like liver and kidney. Liver sounds appetizing to me. Okay, you fucking Nazi. Where is the liverwurst? Mein Fjord. Mein Fjord, have you tried this spotted dick? I am a vegetarian. Delightful. I can't. I'm a vegetarian. Spotted dick? Nope. I don't eat I don't eat dick. You don't eat dick? I love No spotted dick? I love it's dogs. Great, it's great dessert. Um I am a vegetarian, but I hate the juice. <laughs> so we're talking about Technically, like four separate people here today. Um, oh, wow. There's a lot going on in this episode. This is dense, tightly packed. Oh, yeah. Super, we'll need an ice pick tight. to break oh, it up a little don't bit. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. No one knows what the hell we're talking about. That's very true. We're talking about lobotomies. Uh, maybe the most awesome surgery of all time. If you could call it a surgery. Well, it was really a kind of... Well, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get there. So... Uh, <laughs> There were two main people that you have to really start off with when you're thinking about lobotomies. One is uh, John Fulton, and the other one is Egas Moniz. Uh, Egas Moniz. Now, they're both obsessed with brains. Oh, they love it. So, Fulton was a researcher that used chimpanzee brains mm-hmm. to try and figure out kind of where all the connections are yeah. for the brain, for the cerebral yeah. cortex. What makes someone tick? In the brain. Yeah. And so he would, uh, honestly, I mean, this is back in like 
the 1930s and so people ah, didn't really swing in 30s it was like before we even cared about like animals dying on film or women's reproductive anything we still don't care about that <laughs> uh a hundred years later and not much has changed yeah, not nothing has changed <laughs> Uh, besides the fact that women are much more vocally upset. Yeah. Um, and lobotomies are... They're really not going over well so much anymore. Well, they're kind of frowned upon. I they guess still so. do them. Yeah, they're they just way more them. medically accurate. Uh, and they don't what? really use an ice pick. Well, neither did he. Well, we'll see. So John Fulton would uh, study chimpanzees and like see their, their habits. Yeah. And he would cut open their their heads and... like. Just like take Eat certain chunks out oh. of the of the frontal cortex. Uh, that's yes. what he found was like where a lot of their emotions were. And like if he took out one certain part, they would become like fucking enraged and yeah. like shit on the floor. Uh, and like this monkey's which I'm like, acting up. Yeah, I'm like isn't that normal for a monkey to just like shit on the floor? It's not like they like that's a big Do they difference. Have diapers? I mean, if you put them in one, but they don't know how to like put it on themselves. You can't, you can't ask a chimpanzee mom to swaddle her baby. Like, uh, yeah. she would just throw the baby against the wall because she's so enraged because you took out a fucking chunk of her brain. Well, you know, like, can't can't make an omelet, right? Yeah, break Without a few eggs, scrambling a few monkey brains. And uh, so Fulton actually realized that if he took out the entire frontal cortex, just that whole chunk, the whole fucking front part, a whole spoonful. Uh, that they were very docile and they were very, you know, well-tempered, uh, you know, kind of zombie-like, but who cares? What they they had a special like cattle-like or something. Do you remember that word? Yeah, it was it was cattle-like. It was <laughs> like it was basically they just like kind of stand bull, there bullvine. like fucking cows. Yeah, it was they were very bovine is the word that kept so, coming up, and I was just like, yeah, it's a good because uh, I, I, I don't know if you've ever stared into a cow's eye, but. There's nothing going on. No, there's nothing going on. No lobotomy needed. No, they are just mooing away, eating grass, and not really causing a storm. Yeah, really, the cow is nature's lobotomy. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Four stomachs, no brain. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful animal. Uh, Perfect matrix specimen. (laughs) And so so once he uh, shared a lot of his results across the world, this got more popular of like, oh, well, what if we could do this to humans? Didn't he win the Nobel Prize? Uh, he did win a Nobel Prize. Yeah, he did. <laughs> which, um, which in, at the uh, at the at the at the ceremony, I think, is what um, what inspired the next guy. Right? Well, yeah. So Moniz, is a, he was a Portuguese man who was also researching neuroscience because he fancies himself as a uh, as a Renaissance man, and he's like neurosurgery. What, do I need to be a brain surgeon to know this? Yeah, no. Who would need that? Yeah, it's nineteen thirty. <laughs> Well, so yeah, he uh, he actually never Moniz never performed surgery himself mm. because he was not a trained neurosurgeon. Damn, he never learned about any of this shit in school. He just was like, "Oh, that brain looks regular. Let's uh, fuck with it." Also, he had extreme gout in the hands, and so he couldn't technically do it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had gout in his left hand. It wasn't even any other <laughs> hand. It was just his left hand, which is fucking weird. Because, like, gout normally affects your legs. Yeah, your legs. Yeah, because it's it's due to inactivity. So, like, why was his one hand so inactive? Portuguese, are you kidding me? But also, like, come on, what what was this guy's diet? Every picture Uh, of him, he's very skinny. Yeah, lobster. It seems like he, like, walks around a lot, so. 
It's strange. And always, always wearing fancy boots. These Portuguese and their fancy boots. Oh, their boots were made for walking. And that's kind of all what they he can did. do. Yeah, yeah it's, there's no other use for them. Also, the Portuguese, very short men. They not, are not a lot of not a lot of basketball players in the Portuguese army. No, but at the same time, if you live that close to the sea, why be tall? Why? You don't have to look over anything to see it. Yeah. You're right there. Easier to catch lobster, too. Mm-hmm. You're much mm. close to the ground. Gout. But so uh, so, so Moniz actually developed a predecessor to the lobotomy. A uh, prototype. As and, well. yeah, it was uh, originally attempted on a few people. The first one was like a 40-year-old... Uh, ex-prostitute from England. A prostitute. And uh, she was manic, supposedly. And of course, all these women with their, all their problems. And so they uh, they did what any you know, reasonable person would do, and they, they drilled a hole in her temporal lobe. In both temples, right? <laughs> yep, right in both temples. And they would inject pure alcohol mm. into the frontal lobe. Very Dahmer-esque. In hopes of just destroying the frontal lobe with this alcohol. Yeah, what do you need that front? Like, it controls what? What do you say? Your emotions? Your, like, thinking? Yeah, most of your emotions, your personality, your, uh... Why do you need that? You really don't. I mean, most of your motor function is from a different spot, so... Yeah, like, you can still walk. Yeah, you, you can, can still work. You can be a zombie. You can still produce, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> so that one... Killed a few people, and they were like, that's probably not the best way oh, of doing oof. this. What happened to the prostitute? Do we know? She was cured. Oh. Never sucked a dick again. Uh, cure for mania. Yeah. And so he actually, <clears throat> he he made a new technique using a thing called a leucotomy, which was a very like thin needle-like instrument. Uh, and on the back, it had like a like a wire hoop, almost looked like one of those like dog catching sticks. Oh, you know how when like you pull on it, yeah, it like, yeah, tightens yeah. the hoop. Yeah, yeah, like oh, similar, take, but take, flip it around. Take, yeah. Oh, okay. So like the opposite. So instead yeah. of like something cute that like has to wrangle up dogs, it's a a device used to fuck up hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they would uh, they would take the little needle and they would stick it through the. Still at this point, they were going through the the temporal lobe. Uh, Perfect um, place. It's the it's the brain's door front door. Well, because they were trying to get like in between the the frontal lobe and like the more central aspects of your brain because there was like what they called white matter that they were trying to pull out. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. They, they kept saying that. Does the brain have different colored matter? I'm sure. I thought it was all just the same color. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> gray matter. Yeah. Most of your your brain is gray, but. Was was this like a subtle jab towards like a little racism? Like, yeah, the frontal lobe, the white matter, the great white matter. <laughs> well, they're trying to get it out, so probably not. Oh, um, that's the Africa matter. <laughs> so they, yeah, they would. They would push. They would like push this needle in, try and find the right spot, and then they would pull on the hoop. Yeah, which would retract the needle that had a little hook on it, and it would just like pull out a chunk of your brain. Ah, perfect. Very similar to like how they would. Um, take the brain out when they're doing mummification. Mm, yes, but they went through the nose. They went through the nose and they used a big hook and they would just like spin it around and Whoop pull it out in chunks. Um, uh, mm, put it like on the, a sandwich. It's like the weirdest fucking streamers of all time. <laughs> the weirdest ribbon dance. Yeah, but a good sparkler though. Just Great light it on sparkler. fire. Yeah, it pops at the strangest spots. Yeah, the white matter, really, really explosive. Yeah. 
Well, and so once that got popularized, yeah. eventually doctors figured out that they could do what was called a transorbital lobotomy. So this is like, that was like Europeans, like the, the original lobotomy and everything, like drilling into it. That's very European, you know, like a lot of steps, a lot of fucking medical know-how. Yeah, but we also- We need to this, Americanize it, But right? you got to remember that this time- European doctors were also big on the idea of like not using anesthetics, not mm-hmm. like putting people to sleep. Yeah. They were like, listen, you're already in a tough state. Tough it out a little bit more through this surgery and then you'll feel better. Uh, yeah. And so like they wouldn't put people under for this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like keep calm and get a lobotomy. Yeah. They're like, here, bite this stick and then we're going to drill. <laughs> and so uh, it was fucked up. Yeah. No, yeah, it's definitely fucked up. It was really fucked up. In case you, you didn't figure out yet, they're drilling holes in the people's head and putting alcohol in there. Yeah. Or wait, no, no, they're just putting hooks. I'm sorry. Now they're just putting hooks and pulling yeah. it back out. At least give me the alcohol. Give me a shot. So this brings us back to the U.S. where we start popularizing the transorbital lobotomy. Cheaper, faster. Which we call, in popular culture, the ice pick lobotomy. Yeah, within the within the serial killer world. Now the thing is that when you hear an ice pick, a lot of people's mind goes straight to like the type of picks that you use to climb like an icy mountain. Yeah, like giant black. Those, those like, like those hooks. like big hook ones yeah. that you like slam into the side of a cliff yeah. and climb on. Someone's gonna climb this Mount Everest of lobotomy. It's more like a a screwdriver. Oh, that's like. Thin, yeah, and it's made to be chi- to chip away ice. Yeah, it's made when they used to sell ice by the block. Yeah, you'd have to break up the block, give yeah. somebody a few chunks. Yeah, yeah, it's like so a screwdriver that's, that's minus what we're looking the, at. the flat edge. It's just a pointy edge, exactly. And so that's what they were using. Now, the reason it's transorbital is because it goes through the eye. Ah. Now, technically, it doesn't go through like your eyeball, but it goes through your eye socket. Yeah, there's a lot of room in there. Just move that thing over a little bit. Yeah, they just kind of go like right in between your eye and your nose. Like your tear duct. Exactly. Uh-huh. Right near your tear duct. And they just kind of aim it. Yeah. And then they hit it with a mallet. Ow. They hit it again because they got to break through the bone of your skull. What the hell is this bone? This what's this thing trying to protect in here? Let's get in there with the yeah. ice pick. And so they would they would like hit it with a hammer to get through the bone, and then they would just kind of scrape it around. Yeah. And then you're done. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. Uh. This is much more of like the fucking Egyptian thing, where they just kind of just like poked yeah, in and spun like, it around, and we're like, just, "That's good. Yeah, it's good enough." But this, I like uh, I like the idea. Like, do you think that they ever fucked up the tear duct? And like, someone just like cried way more the rest of their life. No, they just never cried because <laughs> it's it's broken. It's like ah, we broke the t- the tear duct. Ah, they won't be needed anymore anyway. Just cry out your other eye. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, or just you know not just stand there, just sit there for the rest of your life. But so uh, this was a revolution in healthcare because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it only took around ten minutes. Yeah, and it cost about twenty five bucks. Ooh, twenty five dollars. Today it would be around two hundred bucks. Well, that's pretty good. All, the cure all, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was said to cure. Should we go through the list? <laughs> I love this list. All right. Lobotomies were said to cure tension, 
apprehension, anxiety, depression, insomnia, suicidal ideas. Just the idea. Just the idea. Uh, uh, Delusions, hallucinations, crying spells. (laughs) Yeah, definitely the crying. We just melancholia. What? Just being being, slightly sad. Yeah, being a bit. Or loving melons. No, not not loving melons. No, it's just being like sad all the time. My love of melons are fine. Um, Obsessions. (laughs) That's a broad category. Most vague thing yet. They're like, uh oh, he's obsessed with fucking Man U. Get him, get him a lobotomy. He can't be a fan. Wait, Uh, how many? You wait. You bought five Frank Sinatra albums. uh, Excuse me, sir. Would you mind stepping over here real quick? Uh, It also did Panic States, which is. (laughs) <laughs> just it, the state? Yeah, well, because we didn't have the term for panic attacks yet. Oh. Um, disorientation. Uh, nervous indigestion. In, in the stomach? Yeah, when like you poop because you're nervous. How would... <laughs> uh, spike in the eye. And, uh, and hysterical paralysis, where uh, you get so worked up that you can't move. Well, you won't need to worry about not moving anymore. Yeah, you'll I know. you'll be dead. Well, hey, man, they'll uh, also, sorry, this was uh, later in the research, but this is, this is actually kind of funny. Uh, it turns out that more more than 40% of all patients that were given lobotomies was in hopes of curing their gayness. Keep the gay away. Yeah, poke the gay away. Uh, you <laughs> you say that you're a homosexual. You don't, uh, you like being penetrated, huh? Well, huh. we have something that's going to penetrate you for the last time. Yeah. So this was popularized by one specific guy. His name is Walter Freeman II. Oh, yeah. He's the American hero of, of this week. He, he last, was the P.T. Barnum of lobotomies. Last this week man, we had Marv Heemeyer. This week we got this guy. <laughs> we got Walter Freeman. Because he went around the USA delivering lobotomies. Uh, but don't worry, he was very practiced. Okay. He uh, practiced on grapefruits and cadavers. Mm. And he was actually, he had to work with a man named James Watts because Freeman lost his license to perform surgery after his last patient died on his operating table. So he's like, oh, fuck. All right, Watts. I can't. I can't physically do them anymore by they law. Fi- they finally took my my license. Can you believe it? Yeah, I've been doing this for ten years. Lobotomies, and they're finally gonna take it away. And so their first lobotomy was in Topeka, Kansas, on a housewife named Alice Hood Hamat in 1936. Now, by 42, they had performed over 200 lobotomies. Just the two of them. Just the two of them. Oh my God. And this wasn't. This was actually still almost ten years before the U.S. was using ice pick lobotomies. Oh, so so this was with the fucking the hook. Fashion. Oh, this was this, this is where they're they're poking it in and pulling out a chunk of brain. Yeah, can you imagine when they found out that's going to be a lot easier and a lot cheaper? They're like, hey, finally technology. Let me tell you. Well, I'll tell you. The uh, one of them was very excited. The other one oh. was not so much. Because when ice pick lobotomies became a reality for them, they wanted to do it because it was faster, it was cheaper. And so Freeman went to psychiatric hospitals to just hone his craft. <laughs> Grapefruits and cadavers wouldn't do anymore? He's- no, he needed to use real patients. Uh, of course. And the thing is that like with this, for some reason, with the ice pick lobotomy, he was allowed to do them. 
Of course. Even though he lost his surgical license. Uh, it's Wait, it was an asylum? I think so. Yeah. I think no one really cared. Nobody cares. And so his partner, James Watts, actually left due to his opposition of what he said was Freeman's cruelty and overuse of the trans of the transorbital lobotomy. Overuse? They did like what? Like 200 and like like a few years like you said? Man, that's, yeah, it was, that's it was not 206 years. That's that's not that bad, you know, 206 years. You know, think about it like And then Freeman went on to start doing about 200 a year. Oh, that seems a little over. He had a record where he did what was it? 25 in a day? 25 in a day? Yeah, he, it, he did like 25 in like six hours. Th- now, that's a little that's a little overuse. I well, because they would they would use uh, electroshock and they would shock the patient until they're like completely out of it. Yeah. And then they're like, OK, now hold still. <laughs> and they just like, kung, 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 kung. you're good. This is a lot better than that barbaric European stuff when they don't use the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, where there's nothing. <laughs> So we we sh- we we put them out with electricity. <laughs> yeah, we just shocked their brain until they stopped saying "ow." And so Freeman, now that he was, you know, this is horrifying. He was alone, and he didn't have Watts to tell him that's a bad idea. Daddy's daddy's gone home alone. He hit the road. He got a van, <laughs> and would go from hospital to hospital, charging twenty five bucks per procedure. It's just him in a van. Just him in a van. <laughs> Did he and call it the? Lobata van or something. Like, there, there, there is a rumor that he called his van the Lobata mobile, <laughs> but that, just, that's never been proven. I would just love that he just has like a, like a brain with a stick in it. Yeah, <laughs> like on like, the side. Like nowadays, it'd be like having like a Santa tracker. You're like, where's the Lobata mobile today? Where's the Lobata mobile? <laughs> oh, he's not gonna be here for another fo- two months. Oh, I'll have to wait with my anger. How am I going to cure this? I hope my crying spells last. I don't want him thinking I'm faking it. Well, I'm I'm panic. <laughs> I'm, I'm now, panic paralyzed or whatever. So so Freeman gained a lot of popularity for a not so great reason. Oh, he actually botched a very public person's lobotomy. Um, John F. Kennedy's sister, yeah, Rosemary Kennedy. Uh oh. Got one of Walter Freeman's lobotomies, and he fucked it up. Ooh. And she was like left entirely mentally and physically disabled for the rest of her life. Um, but because of that, people knew his name. Oh, he's famous. Yeah, he was famous. So he, uh, you know, uh, kept no traveling. Is bad publicity, Dane. That's very true. <laughs> he uh, he worked for four decades, forty years, and so one of his big things was promoting. That mental it should health? be used, um, it should be used for mental health before someone has like a mental break. Uh, so basically, like, oh, they're showing signs of having right. a mental health, a men, uh, you know, a mental disorder. Yeah, we should lobotomize them now so it doesn't grow into something. Preemptive care. This is what we're talking about now nowadays. Yeah, and so he uh was ahead of his time. He was known to do lobotomies on children sometimes. <sighs> Good. I, out of the patients, I mean it's a shockingly small number. It's only like 16 people. But what the youngest was actually 4 years old. Mm. They lobotomized a 4-year-old. Uh, now, is the bone even I feel like the bone's still soft. 
yeah, their brain's not even like in the right spot yet. Yeah, it's, it's still in your asshole. shoe. Yeah, <laughs> it works its way up. But um, so he worked for four decades, just and fucking up everything. Personally, performed over four thousand lobotomies wow. in twenty three states, and about twenty five hundred of those were ice pick lobotomies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The thing that's crazy to me is that this traveling psychopath <laughs> had long-term patients. Oh, yeah, come back. Yeah. Well, because if the first lobotomy, you know, stopped uh, working, he'll just come over and do another one. Yeah, just do the other eye. And so his his very last lobotomy was in 1967 Jesus on one of his long-term patients, this lady, uh, Helen Mortensen, and she died. Uh, of a brain aneurysm during the third procedure. Interesting. That's right. She was on her fucking third lobotomy from this man. Well, once the first one goes through, I feel like yeah, you you're just down for anything. I guess so. Yeah. You, know, like, you don't you don't really have a say in it anymore. No, no, not at all. But you know, there are people that have lived with lobotomies and not known they've had them. Like there was a six year old kid that got one because his parents. We're worried just that he assholes. was. Well, he was just showing signs of anger. Yeah. So uh, they they got him a lobotomy for twenty five bucks, and he uh, he noted that his entire life he just felt a little bit he felt a little bit different than everyone else because right. I don't think they ever told him that he got a lobotomy. Like, what is wrong? Why do I not feel emotions? Hmm. Am I a sociopath? No, no, no. That's can't be me. Wait, what's this medical record? Six. When I was six years old, I got a what? A lobotomy? They you, still you do assholes. those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean Freeman. He, it's not like he was a you know bad, bad guy, surgeon. Yeah. I mean, did he ever wear gloves or a mask during the procedure? No. Did he ever sterilize his instruments? No. But why would he? You know, no one's gonna remember who it was. Now, <laughs> wait, did I just get my brain inserted? Because, yeah, some of the people that said that they got it that felt like a tree branch going into their brain and cracking it in half. Yeah. <laughs> Which would really hurt. Yeah, Especially you... if it goes through your face. Oh, my God. It goes through your eye duct. <sighs> Ugh. Um, Just wh- cracked your <laughs> fucking skull. Yeah, one, one patient sadly died on the operating table with Freeman because Freeman decided to stop during the procedure, while the ice pick was in the guy's brain, yeah, to take a picture. Ah, you know, nothing like that. No, no such thing as bad publicity. And, you know, while setting up the picture, he accidentally moved the ice pick too far into the guy's brain, and the guy died. You had to get that shot. It was a good shot. You had to get the, the you know, you know the, you know the classic shot. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy doesn't have any mug shots for some reason, so... Yeah, somehow got unscathed. Yeah, was all never this. arrested for <laughs> killing many people, because a lot of the patients would kill themselves after yeah, the procedure, or they just die. Which is so funny that like one of the things that it cures is suicidal ideas. <laughs> well, but so, it increases some... <laughs> suicidal tendencies, I guess. Yeah, well, some uh, some results may vary. I just want to see this. I wish that we had uh, like televisions back then or something. Like I wanted to see a commercial with him. Like it's like Viagra commercials with like the old people in bathtubs or whatever. It's just like him running through the field with a ice pick. 
He's like, like his van rolls up. Coming to a town near you, the Lobotomobile. <laughs> wow. We'll be at Main Street and 3rd from 2 to 4 p.m. Bring your bratty teens and your crying mistresses. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's for people that were overly emotional. It's for women and children because the men were like, put a what in my head? No. But my wife, she won't shut the fuck up about wanting to get another kid. Well, honestly, I'm surprised they didn't do this to, uh, like, ex-military people with PTSD. Well, they didn't. They didn't acknowledge that back then. But they, I, I can't. I, I do wonder I mean, why they did didn't it do it until the sixties. No, I get that. So, like, all the guys coming back from fucking World War Two. No, that was Korea. Yeah, people that come back from Korea. Well, he was practicing in the forties. I know. And he started doing the ice picks in the fifties. So, I mean, he easily could have. Just like, you know, been the best health care that the government could provide. <laughs> Obviously, we're not that rich. <laughs> Come on. We need a couple quick fixes. Yeah. America's uh, losing money here. I know. Speaking of quick fixes, uh, this is a quick little uh, side note for you. We're going to move our, our focus from this traveling savant of the brain uh. to a lowly little town in yeah, kind of like mid-southern Virginia. So, a little bit southwest of Richmond. Well, actually, more southwest of Charlottesville, to be accurate, wow. is a place... What are you, a map? What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a map. Are you trying to be accurate here? Yeah, sometimes. If you're coming to Wild Wasteland for cartography notes, I think um, that you're coming to the wrong... I think that's what wrong. everyone's here for, you fuck. They Wait. all want the specific details. Well, how many? You said 37 states that this guy went to. How 27. Many, okay, how many? What states were they? <laughs> and what cities in the state were there? I, and I how wanna, many? I don't want to go through this terrible man's life. We're moving away from this man. Fair. But I want to say one last thing before uh, before anything else. Uh, there in, At the time, but in from 19, was it 43 to 1951, there's 50,000 lobotomies in America. Yeah, in 1944 <laughs> to 1946, there were like, what, 80? Yeah, this is insane. There was a lot of fucking lobotomies. It was like three years of just like <laughs> cracking skulls. Like, we opened cold ones. <laughs> it, it was crazy. It went from like 600 to 15,000 to 50,000, and I was just blown away. But yeah, we're, we're, we're moving to Virginia, though, now. Yeah, yeah, we'll go to Virginia. So there's a place called Lynchburg, Virginia, mm. named after John Lynch. Ah, uh. After his profession. Now it's uh, also known as the City of Seven Hills because it's very hilly. Yeah. Uh, and, and from 1937 to 1972, Lynchburg was the main spot for American eugenics. Ah, eugenics. Nothing like American eugenics. We hate it. We inspired the Nazis. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. No. They, I think they inspired us if we started in 1937. No, we inspired them. They started in 1940. Well, that's when we found out about it. <laughs> now, uh, basically, Virginia, the entire state, authorized compulsory sterilization of the mentally retarded. Mm. Now, by mentally retarded, they were not just talking about people with mental illness. Not suicidal ideas or nah, or some of those paralysis of the of the scaredy cats. 
It was known as a dumping ground for the feeble-minded, poor, blind, epileptic, and those otherwise seen as genetically unfit. Ah, yes. So, you know. The non-whites. The short ones, the ones that look a little weird, the one that has, like, the gimpy foot, like that third cousin from your third cousin. Yeah. You're like, ooh, let's get him down to Lynchburg. So pretty much, like, anybody that Andy Newman has written a song about. Exactly. And uh, in that time, about 8,300 Virginians were relocated to Lynchburg to be sterilized. 8,300? Yes. (laughs) Jesus. And it's it's crazy because you see now, Virginia, you're like, wait, these were the normal ones? Yeah, you're like, wait, you guys aren't from Lynchburg? <laughs> but that's the thing is that almost 9,000 9, people were fucking sterilized against how, their will. How many people were in Virginia at the time? A lot. Dude, like, it's, it's a huge state. Like 100,000? There's like... I don't know how many people are in states, so... In Virginia? Yeah. At the time, that'd be crazy. Like 9,000 seems like a pretty large percentage of the population. Well, today there's 8.5 million people in the state of Virginia. Okay. So back then there was probably about mm, 4 million. 4 million? Around then. Wow. Sheesh. That's still a huge percentage. Oh, sorry. 2.7 million. Oh. Back then? Yeah. So okay. two, So 8,300 of 2.7 million. Okay. So not terrible. It's like every yeah. third cousin. Yeah, it's like a quarter of a percent. Yeah. It's not it's, like, it's just, it's like it's just mo- 1%. It's, it's like most the yeah. unwanted people. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Uh, but so they would send them down there. They would uh, sterilize. And what is sterilize? Like clean them up? So for women, they would like remove their eggs. For oh. men, they would... Uh, Chemically castrate them? They wouldn't chemically castrate them. They would uh, do a, what's that fucking operation called where you cut the guy's tube? Oh. uh, Vasectomy. Yeah. Yeah, and they would do vasectomies. Uh, Now, for other people, they would also lobotomize. Oh, nice. Hey, ties into the last one. Oh, I know. And um, now there was one patient who challenged the the state, and they went to court. I guess her name was Carrie Buck. Okay. And- the she, buck stops here. Yeah, basically. Until uh, during the court trial, she was deemed as feeble-minded and was sterilized. No, what the fuck? Fuck this place. I These know. guys are assholes. I know. She was fighting against them. They're like, well, you must be feeble-minded, so yeah. uh, sterilize this bitch. She's a woman. <laughs> Put her in there. And so the, the state finally stopped making it a compulsory thing in uh, 1972. Uh oh. Uh, only a few years before Star Wars. And so, yeah. ahead of its time, really. And once the state stopped it, the ACLU actually filed a class action lawsuit on behalf of the victims. Thank, okay. And, you know, the state obviously lost that trial. Thank God. And so, they had to... Unlobotomize everybody. Nope. They had to formally apologize... And offer counseling to the victims. Hmm. Doesn't seem like this is a win for anybody. No. Mainly because the court fully flat out denied all requests that the state had to pay for reverse sterilization operations. Where they're like, fucking undo my vasectomy and you have to pay for it because you did this to me anyway. And they were like, no, but we're sorry. (laughs) We're so sorry. Would you like to see a counselor? 
We're sorry. We can't provide one for seven years, but would you like to see a counselor? Yeah, I don't know. I just lose, I lost all faith in Virginia. <laughs> you shouldn't lose all faith in Virginia. Just most. Like, what What do they got that's good? Um, Cheese? No, that's really, Vermont. There's a really good bagel place in Charlottesville. Oh, well, at least there's... Of I course, mean, of course, you of all people would know where the best bagel place is. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a good pizza place uh, up in Falls Church, which is in Northern Virginia. How many lobotomized people are in their floorboards? Zero, hopefully. I mean, they're they they moved down from New York City, so we'll see. Mm. Same with the bagel place. Interesting. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so Lynchburg. It's very hard to find things on this because they really don't like talking about it. They buried the fuck out of it because I, I, you told me about it and I was trying really hard to look for it and all I could find is like nothing. Well, yeah, modern stuff. Obviously, the Amer- America doesn't like talking about eugenics. Is how they were, how they were essentially <laughs> like. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't really like, we're not very proud of the fact that we tried to like breed people like dogs for a little while. Really weird that it was all like southern states though. Mm-hmm. It's never like you never hear about like oh Alaska's eugenics program or New York or Maine's eugenic. It was like Virginia, but Atlanta, just so you know, because you brought up chemical castration. Oh, um. There's actually a few states currently, and right now, uh, doing it, yeah. primarily uh, Alabama. And Texas, too, right? Alabama, Virginia, Texas. There's, there's a few more that I just can't remember off the top of my head, but they actually are pushing to make a new law. Yeah. Where, because obviously we can't execute people anymore, there's, the there's only like what? Z- there's zero states now that no there, there's actually still a few there's what three states that still do uh executions i didn't know that there was a they, they stopped doing it yeah there's a good amount that stopped doing executions really interesting yeah you can't even if you're on death row like you can't be executed in that state <sighs> What's which this means country death row to? is fucking bullshit now but um alabama is currently pushing to uh chemically castrate all child sex offenders well, hmm, that's a difficult, <laughs> that's a difficult stance. Yeah, come on, you fucking woke pieces of shit. How do you feel about that? Yeah, how do, how does your opinions about that vary? Yeah, yeah, where where do you lie on that line, huh? <laughs> do you think someone who tried to fuck a kid should be chemically castrated? Yes, but not by the government. Ooh, ah, having my cake and eating it too. That is a fucking... Ooh, that is that is tough. Yeah, there you go. Well, you think we should do it personally? You can't make it a, you know. Well, you know, can't make it a public I, bill. You can't be judge, jury, and executioner. We're gonna need a private company to fund all of this. <laughs> Just like Exxon Mobil. Uh, we need your help. We heard you guys know chemicals pretty damn well. Well, we are the number one reason why global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> Don't ask us. We haven't heard of them. We did the science, and it all came up flat earth. I mean, not global warming. Uh, there's an episode of The Simpsons where there it was a Halloween special where uh, everyone was getting lobotomized, oh. and it was a scene where Moe has a little jar with his brain that they took out because he said, it's not so bad, homo. They even, give, they even let you keep the little piece of brain they take out. And he was talking to the jar like with his brain. 
He's like, who's that big man there? <laughs> who's that big man? Dad, that's Homer. That's Homer. Oh, and Homer's God. like, ah! He starts running. I love that. It was when Flanders was the emperor of the world or something. Oh, nice. That should go over well. Yeah, no, it was a That guy's power hungry. Yeah. Oh, he's so power hungry. Um, you got to watch the Halloween specials from when you were a kid again. Yeah, actually, well, I mean, you saw their, the one this past season. Um, their Halloween special was actually episode 666. Really? Yeah. What were the chances that that would fucking line up? Well, they, they even put it on the, the opening credits. They're like, uh, Halloween special episode 666. And then it has little parentheses under it. It's like, or 667 if Fox fucks up our programming. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Chemical cast chemical castration is pretty fucked up, but it's not what you're thinking. Like whenever I, I mean, it's not what I'm thinking. Well, you and I talked about it in the uh, in the Heaven's Gate episode. I know, but I whenever I hear chemical castration, I seriously think of like somebody like, like acid on the junk. Yeah, somebody being like yeah. put in a sex swing and like dipped into acid, like they're a yeah. fucking like a. Like a T T two thousand from uh, Terminator two, exactly. Like just like slowly dipping you into the lava, but like just your balls, just your dick and balls, just your dick and balls. Oh, I always think the dick. Do you only think the balls? I just I always think, the, think balls. the dick and balls. Nah, because the dick. They let you keep the dick. They better. How are you gonna pee? I just imagine it's like all, a Ken doll situation. You we just can't have all a hole. be uh, horsedick.mpeg. You lost me. You don't remember horsedick.mpeg? It was uh. Craig Robinson character from a movie. Uh, I want to say it's Miss March. Never seen it. It's a movie that's based on the uh, the song "My Girlfriend Is a Cent- Is the Centerfold." Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, where like a guy falls down these stairs and wakes up from a coma a few years later, and like his girlfriend is this Miss March in Playboy. Um, oh. And uh, it's like a quest to go find her, but the Craig Robinson plays a character who's a rapper named horse dick.mpeg and he uh always talks about how his dick's so big and like, he's yeah. like horse dick will fuck you and like if you find out like three quarters of the way through the movie that like he actually doesn't have a dick and he has to like pee through like this straw oh man that's like inserted into like this hole where his dick used to be because there was a terrible accident that cut his dick off at one point and i was like yeah that's it's probably how you'd have to do it. A terrible brisk accident. Yeah. That's why he was horse dick dot impact. It's because he was very he was you know, he was compensating. Well, if you don't have a dick, I guess like the the world's your oyster. You can have a dick of any size now. Just glue it on. Yeah, hey man, strap ons at the future. <laughs> but <laughs> on that note. No, like wait, so what did you you're gonna talk about chemical castration. What is I mean, I think that like what is it actually? It's utilizing chemicals to uh, so your dick stop, don't work. Yeah, basically. Wow. It's like stop the production. Just when you thought it was something cool or interesting. See, this is what they should have been doing in the 1940s. How do we chemically castrate him? Well, he throw some. Well, just have acid him, on his have dick. Have him have him have him uh, chew on lead for a while. I think it might help. Mm. Wash it down with some uh, magnesium. Oh. And I think he'll be fine. Can I get some of that radium too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, but that oh, one's a uh, that one's in that, in that one should be inserted anally. 
Ah, so the anal be, radium, of course. Yes, it needs to be close to the spot. Mm, yes, this is science. Yes. We are scientists. Hopefully it doesn't fall out. No, it's a butt plug. Oh, good. Good, good. And we'll uh, glue it. Put hooks on it, too. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it's really in there. Yeah. But, no, I mean, it, it, it's interesting that in 2019, that's, like, one of the things that we're thinking of is, like, well, these people tried to fuck a child. Yeah. So... The only way that we know how to respond is make it so they don't want to fuck anything ever again. Or want to live. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, that's not a solution. Not really. Because we just should, because someone's dick doesn't work doesn't mean that they're going to stop molesting people. You know, we should just take all violent sex offenders and just like, you know, kind of have like an, like an Australia situation with them. Yeah, put them on an island. Yeah. And then film it for live television and then make some money off. Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, all countries can send all of their sex offenders to Australia. Antarctica. Oh, no. What? It's it's the one landmass that nobody owns. But everybody owns. Let it be owned by sex offenders. That way people are like, well, do I really want to make a 46-hour trip just to go see Uncle Terry? Nah, I'll just nah. send him a card. No, I say put him on Australia because Australia... Antarctica right now is compri- completely 100% comprised of nerds. Scientists doing science shit. I don't know. A lot of penguin rape. But <laughs> a lot of penguin rape. <laughs> by scientists? No, by leopard seals, but still. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've seen I actually saw those videos. Yeah, dude, they're fucking terrifying. But if you put all the sex offenders on Australia, those the other the Australians Definitely can defend themselves. I know they can because they are all batshit insane. Okay. Yeah, we'll put or, them in Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> up in the north, northwest part of <laughs> fucking Australia. You know that place Where you have to the drive. Desert is? No, 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 just past the desert. Cause oh, okay. Australia has the Green Ring, mm. which is a mountain range that goes around yeah. the entirety of the inside of Australia. And on the outside, closer to the coast, is all the forests. It's yeah, the Green yeah. Ring. Darwin is in the northern part. Okay. You ever seen uh you ever seen the YouTube videos of the guy who uh like makes like a house in the backyard and like he does everything by hand like he made like a fucking metal forge at one point and like I've I've seen these I haven't seen any in Australia though. I I watched there's, like there's, Filipino ones where There's like, like one dude who does it. Interesting. I'll check it out. And he's like, like, usually like watching those videos you've probably seen his videos because he like built himself a house in his backyard and then like a few like the like a year later when he was doing a different video he actually takes apart the house that he built for a different thing that he's building interesting and like he's able to make metal he was able to like raise wild animals he like was planting roots and was gardening um but he's in darwin oh okay yeah, so the one that you saw that's probably the one that you think is in the Philippines? No, 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 I'm telling you, these are obviously Filipino boys. Oh. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know how to see a good Filipino boy. Yeah. You can really pull them out of a crowd. Yeah. You They're... could you could have a crowd of Japanese, Taiwanese, Chinese, and Filipino boys, and yeah, you would I'll just like, fuck are... the Filipino boys. <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a white businessman. Like, I can tell by the width of their asshole. It's exactly this long. Everyone thinks it's the shape of their eyes. No. Not no. for me. I look at the brown eye. Of course. That's all I need. The third eye. Third eye blind. If it winks, I know I got a good one. 
We're going to build a hut in the woods. <laughs> Come on, boys. Grab your hands. Oh, I guess there's no other tools needed. Oh, Come no on, then. Grab the condoms. I don't nah, want your yeah, diseases. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. They're fucking weird. <laughs> You're going to get like a guinea worm in your I'm gonna dick. Get, I'm going to get like a lobotomy from them. Wow. I'm going to catch it. You're really bringing this full circle. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our ramblings about lobotomies and fucking up the brain and uh, basically just like kind of, you know, calming down the housewife. And screwing up an entire generation of people. Yeah. You know, the people who probably got the most of these is uh, the people that call themselves the greatest generation that we all call baby boomers. So. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, boomer. Yeah, literally. Okay. Have fun with your lobotomy. I wonder if any of these lobotomy patients became senators because- a few of them act like it. Probably at least two. At, at le- least. At least two. Statistically speaking. Yeah, it has to be. Has to be two, right? Like they, they had a shit ton of babies at that time, but also a shit ton of their babies died. So <laughs> It's like, oh, the ones that made it, let's shove a spike in their brain. Yeah, yeah, He's being a little rowdy today. Yeah, he's... He didn't finish his dinner. One of them. And still wanted dessert. Do you remember one of the parents said that he had a vicious look on his face? Yeah, that's what the kid had. The kid had a vicious look. He had a lobotomy. And they gave him a lobotomy. What a great birthday present. Uh, thanks, Mommy. I wanted a bike, but this works too. No, nah, I'm so happy. I don't care about anything anymore. I love this. Yeah, could you imagine your kid's just like out of serotonin? This is great. That's effectively the response. I'm, but I'm thank re- you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to cut off Michael so he stops just all this rambling. This is the listener's reaction to our podcast. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, let's stop listening to these guys. This is great. Fucking love it. Go back to politics. <laughs> Honestly, people do like our political episodes, so I guess we should. Um, we'll, we'll see where we go with this next one. Well, send us a Facebook message if you actually want us to do a specific topic. Yeah. Are we going to have a episode next week uh on christmas next wednesday is christmas that's true do you want to pull one out on christmas do you have time i got time do you want to do uh um what's the one the demon oh the krampus krampus yeah we can talk about the krampus we can also talk about like the hallmarkization of christmas yeah we could i mean that's really easy i can literally sum it up right now Coca-Cola and the Hallmark Company. Well, there's your Christmas episode. Boom! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. It's almost Hanukkah. Oh, who cares? I do. As it as the resident Yudin, I, I care. Um, as the resident um, agnostic <laughs> Satanist, Merry Christmas. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Remember, uh, Please, God, stay vigilant and stay wild when you're out there. Cause <laughs> don't, don't let a man in a van give you a lobotomy. Yeah, if there's ever a guy rolling around town with a very <laughs> catchy title for his van, don't get in it. Hey, kids, would you like to get a, a brain surgery? Oh, man, I've, my, I've been meaning to get some brain surgery. Yeah, we were going around town in the lobotomobile today. Uh, lobotomobile. It's a great deal. 20 bucks. 20 20 bucks, change your life. brain surgery? Change your life. You depressed? You anxious? Change your life. Swear I just heard a pod... Swear I just heard about this on a podcast. Nah, it's probably okay. This is getting too meta. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. I love you. Go fuck yourself. Oh. Live in the booth with <laughs> Dean Maldonado. Dean. Oh fuck. We gotta we we gotta move. My computer's dying. Oh God. Whatever shall we do? Well, you know. I mean, we always have other yeah, ways of getting at it. There's a lot of ways to open up documents on Google Drive. Wow. Why are you telling everyone where our passwords are are kept? Uh, well, you can find our Google Docs at our website. Yeah, we post none of them. I um, I uh, I was listening to the uh, the last one that we did. Yeah, uh, Killdozer, because we recorded it eight months ago. Yeah, and I kept saying that I'm going to put shit on the uh, on the Facebook page. I didn't put anything on. The I Facebook. know you didn't. You never do. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to. I don't. I don't it's either. A lot of cool pictures. I might actually do it, but you should. I keep forgetting. Yeah, I just keep not wanting to open Facebook. Yeah, I hate Facebook. Me too. Like, it doesn't do anything for us. No. <laughs> but you have to, like, I feel like you have to do it, because if you don't, you look less professional. I guess. It's weird that, like, using a completely unprofessional platform yeah. is the mark of professionalism. Well, I guess professionals are wrong, or, like, legitimate is what I meant. Like, we want to be legitimate. You want to make an Instagram for Wild Wasteland? Yeah. Like, can you imagine like making a thing uh, about us and like every day keeping up with it? Ugh. I don't even keep up with my own stuff. I know. That's why you need friends to help out. Who the fuck would <laughs> who would do that? I don't know. We need a social media manager. Yeah, I was about to say like who. You think we can get an intern? Does B want to fucking manage our... No, I wouldn't want her to manage our podcast. Well, she would just say inappropriate things. She would promote sexual, her own podcast. Sexual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, and this one, they they talk about whatever. But, talk but here's about, the link, and it's just to her it's podcast. her fucking podcast. Every yeah. time. Well, we'd get like, what, like three people? Something like that. Because like nobody sees our Facebook stuff except for your mom. I know, and she loves it. Well, I'm, I'm glad that Miss... Mrs. Maldonado enjoys it. Yeah, she hasn't listened to the podcast. No, she just thank likes God. the posts. Especially this one. She doesn't even read the post. She just likes it and moves on. Yeah. Because I asked her, I was like, oh, hey, I saw you like that post. What'd you think? She was like, what post? And I was like, damn it. Damn. There that one goes. My mom's in the machine now. She, We're all in the machine. We're all in the matrix. Yeah, but like some people are in the machine more than others. Yeah, I mean, do you think... Uh, I read every post I like. Do you think we actually... Are being fed through tubes and our bodies are being utilized for electricity? Or do you think that's just like a, a hope that we're that important? Metaphorically or physically? I mean, like, like so if you think of the Matrix, right? Like, that is, yeah. that, that's the whole thing, is that we are effectively very good batteries. I, I get that. And I, they like harvest the us for the batteries. But do you really think people are that important that, like, Robots would be like, we need to keep them alive just to use their electrical output. No, because that doesn't make any sense. Because not at all. You would burn put the bodies. more. Well, that and you'd put more energy into the human body than you'd get out. Uh, I heard a, uh, which actually makes more sense. The first draft was uh, they're essentially using our brains for RAM, and that makes more sense. But it would be less. It, like it's less user friendly. Get it? Yeah. Like, which was already weird to say because like, the Matrix is already pretty heady. But oh, it's super. You, it's but super you add heady. fight scenes onto it that makes it like one of the biggest movies of all time. You know, like yeah, I mean, because it's like one of the biggest kung fu movies ever made. Yeah. 
but it has they talk about you fucking know, what? <laughs> philosophical fucking parodies and everything. You know what's it was funny is like I go back there was a there was a documentary I just watched the other night about kung fu mm-hmm. and like kung fu movies. Yeah, like how influential they are. How, how influential are they? Oh my god, insanely in America, everywhere, or in general, everywhere, really. Yeah, this is news. I mean, that's like, you know, it started with uh, Jap with with Chinese opera, yeah, and then they made it. Kabuki theater faster, and they made it more bloody, and then they started adding the sound effects. Classic. After the sound effects, everything took off. Well, and then, well, Bruce Lee was really what made everything take off in America. Yeah, yeah, because he was, but he he even his style was more of like a you know ballerina. Well, yeah, because he could beat he could kill you before you even know what's going on. Well, and then he had to slow himself down, and they had to shoot it in like high definition. Slow motion, and it was was still he was so fast. fast. Well, that was his thing is that he wanted it to be faster and faster. Yeah, that's why he had the he was he had the muscle density of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like the size of a a skinny scrawny nerd. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he was. I mean, he could do push ups with one finger. Yeah, he could do a one arm push up with one finger all day. Yeah, (laughs) like he didn't even take a break. Nuts. Um, I think like one of the quotes was from his girlfriend. She was like. Yeah, he just like did push-ups all day long. <laughs> you want to go do something else? Nah, nah. Just want to keep it. pushing up. He's pushing the ground down. Is what he was doing. Oh, he was the only thing keeping us in float. <laughs> yeah, that's why our world's been fucked up ever since. <laughs> ever since he died, and they killed his son off. Yeah, um, no, definitely, because that was the closest thing to a pillar. Yeah. Wow. Oh, a f- oh, Brandon Lee. That is so bullshit. Like, oh, we we just accidentally put a bullet in all those blanks or whatever. Like, what? That's never happened. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a bullet. It was a blank. It got lodged in the barrel, right, or something. Like yeah, something like a, happened where a something chunk got, of metal from another shot, yeah, was stuck in the barrel. And when they shot the blank, it worked that, as a bullet. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, that's like one of the things that we were taught when I was doing um, stage combat was like. Even if the gun only has blanks in it, it's still a real fucking gun. Yeah. Because there were people, there was a kid, he was like probably like 15 or 16, and he was given like a prop gun to use in like a legit traveling performance of a show. Yeah. And one day he was fucking around on set. Yeah, I know. He was like, hey, Yeah, put it at his temple and pulled the trigger and it- The air blew his brains out. Well, no, a chunk of his skull acted as the bullet. I always heard that it was the air pressure from the blank because you can't have it too close because you still get hit with wind. Yeah, and it dislodges yeah. a chunk of your skull that then, fires through your brain uh, and kills you. Wow, talking so about don't do that. Talking about brain stuff. Oh yeah, should we get into this episode? I guess if you're, All right. if you're ready. I'm kind of ready. All right, th- hey, thanks for listening. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm so confused by this. Still, fuck. <laughs>